0: well let's get then into our s m e talk for today, and we're focusing on the tools. What are the solutions that small businesses can employ when it comes to cushioning themselves against the impact of um the various challenges that the past eighteen months, if not two years, have had in store for them. Hepsi Mkungu is CEO of one linkage and joins me now. Hepsi good morning to you. <laughs>
1: Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to your listeners.
0: Look, you know, there have been multiple challenges that small businesses have faced, and I think for those that have survived, it has required an incredible amount of resilience, and yet we also know that there are those that have not been able to survive. What have you been seeing about what are some of the more common problems and challenges that they
1: face? Well, um, as Kathy, we, as as we all know, that uh, SMEs are the lifeblood of the economy. They are also the, also the ones that are most at risk at this time. And the pandemic has really caused untold uh, human suffering across Africa, particularly in South Africa. We have to contend with more than just um, COVID, but the contracting economy, uh, load shedding, and, and various problems. And even above that. Some of the biggest problems that SMEs are facing really is that limited access um, to low and medium cost funding. They, if there is funding somewhere, some way, um, there's a low level of awareness of those opportunities, but a lot of stringent qualification criteria that most SMEs are not aware of uh, and where corporates provide these opportunities, um, access to those opportunities become a, a huge problem. So then um, the additional challenges being that the move to virtual work means that SMEs must be agile as well. They must um, pre- uh, prepare themselves uh, to towards a new norm, and in most cases, they don't have the opportunities to do so. So um, there's a myriad of problems that SMEs are facing, and I believe that corporates and, gov- and governments are really at, at the of helping solve some of these problems uh, on their behalf. Uh, through multiple ways of uh, driving innovative solutions to support those SMEs to come to the party as soon as possible.
0: Hepsi, you know, one of the the biggest issues when it comes to why there has been such a lack of support for SMEs can also be found in the solutions that had been Mm. announced by government to COVID-19. I mean, that Mm. credit guarantee scheme, the loan guarantee scheme, it it was allocated two hundred billion, but in the end only eighteen billion of that money was used. And that in itself speaks to the extent to which businesses in this country simply were not able to access any kind of funding, any kind of support, even through your traditional streams such as your banking institutions.
1: Absolutely. I agree, I agree, Kathy. I mean, uh if you look at in the last Couple of years, uh, you see that it seems that there's quite a lot of funding available, but when you start to look closely, you find that the criteria uh, seem to favour the same types of businesses and exclude uh, most businesses. If you look at uh, private equity, the criteria is quite stringent. If you look at um, corporate funding, they, t- they tend to all galvanize and put funding towards same types of businesses as exclusion of others. So what tends to happen is that most SMEs end up not, not trusting the system and then therefore don't even want to apply because they've been rejected so many times. Um, instead of at some point in time providing funding that is actually open rather than um, having such a streamlined uh, criteria that only meets certain aspects of businesses. So we find that um, a lot of SMEs are not able to access... Um, Funding from commercial banks, from private equity. Some profits are starting to come uh, on the board. Uh, they're starting to support small businesses by having open types of funds that can be accessible by multiple types of SMEs at different levels of the business. We need more of that because there are those companies that uh SMEs that are high growth, they seem to be taken care of when it comes to funding. But when you look at those that are less than a certain revenue, they're really still struggling to just access the basics. Um, government a bureaucracy at some point in time also plays a huge role. Um, I know a lot of SMEs, including my class as a business, where you will have applied to some of the funding that's been provided mm-hmm. by government, but not even a response mm-hmm. for that matter.
0: Hipsy, I'm going to allow us to continue with this conversation in a moment. I'm just going to take this quick break. And then I also want to hear from our listeners in terms of their own experiences, uh, particularly those who are running small, medium enterprises.
1: Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM.
0: We continue the conversation with Hep- Hepsi Mkungo, who is the CEO of One Linkage. And and you know, Hepsi, the, the issue of having small businesses not have any trust in institutions, banking institutions, in other institutions that are supposed to provide some kind of funding, of course means that you have a lot of people that are potentially sitting on great ideas that they may already be be implementing, but are unable to scale up those projects because they simply don't trust that, well, if I apply, my idea will be given fair hearing. And and, and the issue of, of small businesses having the basics intact, you know, and we saw it again through this process of who gets funding and who doesn't. You can't expect the, you know, the the, the lady who operates the Spaza shop to have all of these documents That that are needed in order to be able to qualify to be considered um, to access funding because sometimes the amount of money that is required to put to get those documents together is not really what one is even making in a month.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Kathy. It's you know it's it's unfortunately an egg uh, issue in some cases, but we do start to see um, particularly in our line of work. Uh, some corporates, are even to an extent government, um, particularly the recent civil unrest where some of the support that has been provided uh, financially includes informal businesses. Mm. And, I mean, it's this the first time that you come across that type of solution because typically the documents that are, re- are required most businesses won't have either they don't have them or uh, they need support to even source that. So that becomes part of the service itself or support itself. And what we're also seeing with um, private sector, some of the topics as well are starting to warm up to the idea of setting aside certain amounts um, for those informal businesses just to help them to get at least the necessary documents that they would require on their side. But it is taking quite a long time. Because even those that have those documents, just people are unable to access uh, this funding. However, um, we, we, we also look at what then can we do uh, in this industry to try and facilitate that uh, with corporates and, and governments. So we're constantly working on, on on finding solutions around supporting businesses access this funding. Mm.
0: One of the things that, of mm-hmm. course, you are calling for is the need for big business to especially um, support small smaller businesses through uh, the supply chain
1: development. Absolutely, uh, Chelsea. I think. Well, the regulatory framework has enabled corporates to play a role in supporting small businesses. And and this is not only crucial for government but for for corporates in general because their delivery, their strategies are delivered through partnerships and small businesses are key to that. So we've seen that if a corporate, through their supplier development programs, can start to share their sourcing calendars upfront, so that small businesses can start mm-hmm. to prepare and close the gaps of way of the gaps in terms of the requirements around scope. That starts to really help small businesses to plan ahead, to close the gap, and then are to be able to provide um, support to that. However, supply chain, what you find is that the in private sector, each corporate has their own systems that don't seem to easily integrate small businesses into supply chains. So what we're calling for is, and what we have done, is to develop a platform that consolidates um, opportunities but also manages the journey from a supplier development perspective uh, within the platform to help graduate these small businesses. Because small businesses are tired of being developed for the case of being developed. They want opportunities, and if they're not getting them, they want um to be given a reason as to why, where they the gaps, how can they improve, and how they have to improve. So we find that um, if corporates can adopt a common platform that helps them organize and galvanize and almost aggregate uh, the support that's been provided to so supply chain, then you can see that small business will start to see that they can improve and grow and eventually access uh, opportunities. From a procurement perspective, because so that's what's gonna make a difference. Mm. If you don't get the opportunity from procurement, it's very difficult then to run a business. You can't develop forever.
0: We'll we'll continue this conversation in a bit. It's 10 13. Mm. Duli is standing by with a look at the latest news headlines.
1: The talking point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday.
0: We continue the conversation on the talking point. Hepsi Mkungo is the CEO of One Linkage, and they're calling on big businesses, particularly to reinvest back through their supply chain into small, medium enterprises and really give them more well-rounded support in terms of the kind of services that they may be procuring from these uh, small and medium enterprises. Hepsi, you talked about the, the, the importance of businesses giving feedback and earlier i i remember you mentioned the fact that with some of the applications that you had personally made to government you just didn't get any any response not even a thank you we have received your application and many small businesses go through that so they don't fully understand why it is that their company was not selected for certain work. And often that process of feedback and and, and, and going back to the business, telling them where it is that they have not mm-hmm. met the the specifications or the criteria, uh, often because that exchange does not happen, the business stays in the same place.
1: Absolutely, uh, Kathy. I think this is uh, part of a big problem within private sector is that the procurement opportunities within a corporate environment are driven by, in isolation from the development team. So if you have a development team, that, uh, that main role is to integrate small businesses into that corporate. And you have commodity managers or supply chain managers who are not working together with, that, with the development team. Mm. Then uh, they, they, the objectives are mismatched. So our view is that what we try to do with linkage is to bring those two teams together to work together towards ensuring that the common goal of supporting small businesses is a mutual goal. And therefore, there are constant discussions within an organization around how do you support small businesses from entry all the way to exit, including providing performance uh, feedback where there are issues. But also including facilitating funding on their behalf because most corporates have that funding already um, integrated into their offering, particular uh, development offerings. But the challenge is that most um, corporates don't work, most teams within corporates don't work together. And that is why we felt that a digital platform or a technology that will Mm. enable those teams to work together uh, to support small businesses is quite key in a corporate environment. Then it helps all those key stakeholders to know where they are exactly at any given point in time. The journey is clear, the journey is tracked, and then the journey is uh, communicated across multiple stakeholders. How would that this is-
0: platform work?
1: So, the platform, um, uh, checking works in that most corporate will initially are looking for small businesses who are looking, um, they have the massive opportunity. So, they will have, let's say, a sourcing calendar with defined opportunities within the environment. So they'll go out to the market to look for those small businesses. So the platform will enable the tracking of the small businesses from onboarding them mm. to conducting a diagnostic assessment in terms of where are your gaps currently and how can we close this gap if we're going to give you the opportunity. Then it helps them also to align them for someone who's going to track and close those gaps with those SMEs whilst helping them graduate from one grade to the next grade Uh, When they're graduating, they have a sense of what the gaps they have, how they're going to close those gaps, and how far they are to actually now being able to be a platinum um, supplier, to be able to access opportunities. Once that is done, then the supply chain team takes over and ensures that they are supporting them and developing them as they are providing a solution, but also... Understanding that those gaps are then committed back to the development team, so the platform itself is an end-to-end platform from onboarding all the way from onboarding to providing funding that is provided within a corporate and having all those stakeholders work together towards the common goal rather than working isolation. So the platform is then integrated into existing ERP systems within corporates such as SAP, Oracle, and other platforms, and then it becomes a very dedicated. Entry platform for small businesses specifically, mm-hmm. rather than making um, sure that businesses are also using your 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 sub um, platforms which are not geared towards supporting small businesses at an entry level. All right. Hepsim
0: Kungo, let me thank you so much for your time, the CEO of One Linkage. So that's part of the idea or proposal that they're putting on the table, saying, well, why can't big businesses then implement and come up with uh, these tools that could be used uh, to make smaller businesses a lot more efficient? And effectively, they're saying invest more, invest more in small businesses, be part of the lifespan of small businesses, help them to succeed. They don't have to do it, but in the context of this country, in the spirit of nation building, I think it really does become uh, an an imperative on, on, on big business as well.